Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Hey y'all, how's it going? I'm really excited for you to listen and learn from this episode with our Aries goddess and my client, Gloria Malone, all about how she believes that stocks are sexy and learn about how she doubled her business revenues since starting her wearable affirmation necklace business in January. Before we get to the episode, I wanted to invite you to my free masterclass on July 11th. It's going to be all about managing your business finances con confianza. That is open to anybody who either has a side hustle, is thinking about starting a side hustle, or has a business who's incorporated and you just want to learn about how to better manage your business finances, I'm going to talk with you about what I've learned in my three years as a business owner, what kind of investments I've made, how to separate your business and personal credit cards so that you can protect yourself legally and financially. And at the end, I'm going to have a Q&A about how I manage my business banking account, using debt to grow my business and destigmatizing debt because I don't have personal credit card debt, but I've learned to not take having business credit card debt uh, mean anything about me as a person. So I invite you to join that masterclass. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And without further ado, enjoy this episode with Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. It's so good to see you. How are you? I'm so excited to chat with you. Yes, same. I always love our chats. We do hella amazing IG lives every few years. So yes. Our first time doing a podcast. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, the amazing Gloria Malone, you've probably been living under a rock. She's our Aries goddess. And we have been working together on her investing and then her business. So could you please go ahead and introduce your magical self? Yeah. So my name is Gloria Malone. I am an Aries goddess. Um, I'm also a bad bitch who has multiple businesses. Um, so I um, am a consultant. I, pro I provide consulting for social media and strategic media communications um, for clients who need support with their communications. And I also recently launched a business in January of like wearable affirmations. Oh, um, yeah the necklaces and yeah so that's what I do um and those are my businesses which is also a change of how I'm thinking about things but we'll get into that a little bit later um uh, but yeah so that's who I am I am hot I'm really intelligent and um I love like having meaningful conversations with people and I think that's what drove me to communications and all of this I love it. I love this intro. You should like write people's intros for them for a living too. Add that as a title. I could. 
I love this. All right. So getting started, why did you choose to work with me as your money slash business coach? Yeah. So Charlie and I met when we were both in another amazing Latinas uh, course together. Vanessa from on Wander Onwards had launched a like move abroad course. So it was like how to move abroad, like these are the steps you need to take. She's super knowledgeable because she's been abroad for like all her damn life, basically, all her like adult life, basically. And I really enjoyed your energy in that space and like what you had to say and your contributions. Um, and then just like your why, right? Like your why you took the course and your why you are, we're making the pivot at that time to work with people from underrepresented and under, you know, under supported communities on how to think about money and talk about money and make money work for them. And I was like, absolutely. And so as um, someone who was always looking to work with people who have similar values or, you know, similar energies aligned, I thought that was super important. And then I didn't, I knew for a fact that like, if I'm going to work with a money coach, I don't <clears throat> want it to be someone who makes me feel small. And I never got the sense that you would make me feel small when I had questions or when I was just like, oh no, which I say often in our calls, you know? And so that's why I decided to work with you um, back then. And that's why I decided to come back and be a return client and work with you again. I love it. Yeah, this was way back in 2020, y'all, when we took that course together. It was basically the Get the Fuck Out of America course from Vanessa. We were the OG cohort, and yeah, I was like suffering in Indiana. It's like no one at work gets me. They think a, a, a world travel means going to Florida. Like, I didn't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, um, so I loved world travel. No shade, but it's not you know it's not yeah uh, so so through our time together we worked a lot on mindset uh, mostly on investing getting your 401k invested and converted from just straight up cash to actually growing and doubled that in like a month but I think the one thing that we worked on that you were the most skeptical about was the mindset piece. Can you talk about how your money mindset has changed since we started working together? So because I'm an Aries, um, an Aries, right? We're the first in the Zodiac and we're often like some of those, some of the things that are attributed to us by being the first in the Zodiac are like people who are forward thinking or like our intuition and blah, blah, blah. And we can also be stubborn, right? Or like hard-headed. And so I feel like when I hear, when I would hear people say mindset, mindset, and even still today, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm like, you can't mindset yourself out of systemic things, right? And so I feel like I was, my hesitancy around like not opting into, but like really participating in mindset things was like, first off, I know a bitch deserves money, right? So I don't need to work on the mindset that I deserve money. Like I know I deserve money, right? Um, and I, yeah, I just feel like sometimes mindset is used as like a blaming type of situation or like, mm. you know, it's kind of like the bootstrapping of mental health. And I'm like, that's not, I just don't really drive with it. And so I was super hesitant to like talk about mindset or see, like, and acknowledge how it is connected to the goals that I have for myself around my money and like my business. And <clears throat> I saw this, this video recently and I'm, I really wish I had remember the creator who made it 
but she was talking about like white supremacy and like how we like know things but we don't know things and like for those who are on the podcast I'm like pointing to my brain like we know things in our brain but we don't know it in our heart um and the difference between knowing and knowing and how white supremacy makes us think that all knowing is in your brain and that like that's not accurate right like knowing is in your spirit it's in your heart it's in your body um and so like how do we shift from just being a truly like you know brain no quote-unquote knowing to like a bot embodying the knowing of things right and like deeply knowing or feeling these things um and so that's that was really helpful to me to like oh this is kind of how my mindset around mindset has shifted um because you know I'm also, I think it's also about finding how mindset resonates for you, right? And so I might not be someone who's going to like play like corny ass affirmations over and over again. And I apologize if that's like your thing, whoever's listening or Charlie, but that's not my Yeah, shit. I do it's sometimes. Fine. It's fine. It works it's for like, me. But it's like, breathe, <laughs> breathe out. You are worthy and I'm like please stop right so like you have to find the people who give you the mindset and the way that you will receive it um also yeah so I'm sorry I'm like all over the place but my my money mindset has and going back to the Aries thing is like I know I deserve money I know I deserve great things and um because I know this I feel like sometimes there's I stop myself from some growth that's possible in that area right so you can know things and you can expand your knowledge on those things. And that's okay. And I think that's like how my mindset has changed around, since working with you around money. It's like, I know certain things. Like I wanted to be an economist when I was younger. Like I wanted to be a CPA and an economist. So I'm like, I know things. And like, I've always been interested in, you know, investing and blah, blah, blah. But the mindset shift around like finding the avenue for me that makes sense to talk to myself and to receive the messages that you share with me or like other people will share in the money space and not feel like they're making me feel like I need to bootstrap my mental health which is connected to my money which is connected to this and it's like slow down bitch like we are just want you to know in your spirit and in your heart and embody knowing that things can be better and should be better for you when it comes to your money your goals your business your life Now you heard it here first. <laughs> like as a Virgo, I'm also stubborn as fuck and very logical. And I would be all up in my head. And I was more about the affirmations and all of that and, and meditation. But then since I got my cat that I adopted in Thailand in February, I remember telling my therapist, I don't know what happened to me, but I've stopped meditating since she came into my life because she's a cat, you know, cats be jumping on shit and meowing. And she's a kitten and she's like a year old and is is very needy but she's very affectionate and talkative like I love her so much and my therapist said porque los animales como que te bajan a la tierra they ground you and make you more present and, and more in touch with your body so I've started transitioning from that very logical just mindset think your way through everything to being more in touch with my body going for walks twerking before like a podcast or something that makes me nervous just moving my body in unstructured ways qigong body tapping and manifesting 
same time while connecting with my physical body. So I love that. I had not made that connection to white supremacy and how it's all just everything's so like intellectualized and that gatekeeping of knowledge and you should just know everything. But I like that we're returning to feeling more connection to our body because our, our organs, our, our body have like a brain as well too. So I love that you mentioned that we need to listen to our bodies as well. And yeah, money mindset depends for everyone. I, my perception of money mindset has also changed. I used to just see it as like exercise. I can do it with my clients, like check. And now I'm like, no, money mindset is the only thing I'm continuously working on. I'm not researching fucking stocks or, or whatever. Money mindset is the one thing that I continually have to adapt and create safety for myself. Because when we make more money, that doesn't erase our money trauma or anxiety. Your face. <laughs> you know, like, no, it does. <laughs> right? And I like, also feel like we can't talk about that because it's like, oh my God, I'm making money. I don't know what I'm doing in money. And it's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You know, like, shut up. So that that's absolutely <laughs> been a thing as well is like oh like just because I have this money the anxiety is not gone or sometimes it's even fucking heightened right because like now I'm like I could lose all of this right and it's like you don't have to feel that way but sorry I cut you off <laughs> no that's it's real it's there and that's something that I've worked on I'm on year three of my money coaching business and the clients that I'm working with now are the first gens first to go to therapy uh, first to graduate college, get a master's, the first to make the most in their families, and they feel guilty, like exactly what you said, like first world problems, like, oh, you're making more money, and you're still anxious about it, but it's a very real ass thing that I feel like is not talked a lot about. There's a lot on in personal finance on like getting out of debt and budgeting, and then like you said, like angel investing, but it's like, what about the in-between <laughs> to get us from point A to B? We don't talk enough about that, so... So I love that. So great. Your money mindset has definitely shifted. I just noticed you being a lot more patient with yourself and celebrating yourself more often. So that's awesome to watch. Talking about investing though, how has your perception of investing changed since we started working together? Yeah. So again, I wanted to like, I've always wanted to invest in things as someone who like wanted to go into again being a CPA or like uh economist blah blah blah. I didn't I was like and like I had a I had really good econ teachers and professors and they were like you can absolutely do it I was like okay yeah which is nice right like it's good to hear that but no one was like and this is how you do it it was like you can absolutely do it like anyone can do it and like there was no next steps and so working with you was a I guess back to logic was a, like a like going through the logistics of how to invest changed my perception about investing because it demystified something that I only saw professors and people who had like suitcases talk about right and like only they know how to do these things and they they tell me I can do it too but they're not showing me and not that like they, my professor had to stop class or be like come to my office hours and I'll teach you like you know, whatever. Um, I'm not like putting that like that task on them, but working with you has changed my perception because you've like shown me how to do it. And I think for a lot of people, it's like showing people how to do it will help shift their perception around it. I also, so there's that. And then there's also like stocks. 
is are sexy right and like how many stocks yes. I'm like stocks of this do you have and so like but I say that as like stocks are sexy because we think about when people think about investing they think about day trading is what comes to their mind for a lot of people right and like the like Wolf of Wall Street type shit and I'm not like all of it wasn't about stocks but whatever but like um you know like the sexiness of like fast money this and that and blah 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 and, you know all of this and so that's also it's sexy but it's scary and um it's not always the best way and the only way to invest right so like my perception of investing changed when I realized that again it wasn't just like day trading and like cocaine and like Wall Street it was like you could just sit behind your computer and like log into your account and then say, oh, it opened today at 2.14, but it closed yesterday at 2.13. I'm going to put an order in for 2.13 and 50 cents because I think I'm getting a, a sale with that 50 cents, right? Like it doesn't have to be so extreme and so binary. Like there's so many, there's so many different ways to invest. And my perception of investing has changed through the multiple ways that you can do it. I know I just said that, but I mean, different vehicles to invest through, right? So like my 401k is like a way to invest. My uh, Roth IRA is a way to invest. A brokerage account, right, is a way to invest. But it's also like buying the desk that I need to create a space to sit down and like do my little trade, like do my orders on my, you know, little account when I'm trading or whatever, that is investing in myself and creating a space for myself where I feel comfortable and cozy to make money decisions. And I'm not like at my kitchen table or like on my couch, slouching over my laptop, like, you know, in the dark. So those are also ways of investing. And that's, yeah, all of that has happened because of working with you. Yeah. And I think it's very important. All of us need to get our Roth IRAs, invest in the stock market, invest in these white men companies, because this is a capitalistic system we've inherited against our will. It's not like we can invest in nonprofits like Sierra Club in our retirement. Our retirement accounts depend on the performance of companies like Target and Apple and Google. And that just is what it is. Um, but I think I, my view, our view of investing is expanding into our businesses. And I love that shit. I would 10 times rather talk about BIPOC starting their own businesses and becoming the source of their own wealth. So can you talk about why you started your necklace business? Yeah. So I started my necklace business because I, so another amazing Latina, uh, Delilah D, she, um, if you want some mindset, please go follow her. And we joke all the time because I'm like, you make me nauseous with all your positivity. Like you just need to bring that shit down a bit, you know, like relax. Like she's excited about Monday. She's excited the sun is up. She's excited she stubbed her toe because it means that she feels things. And I'm like, girl, please relax. But I've also learned a great deal from her. So shout out to Delilah. Um, but she launched this um, necklace, like she launched a business. She has many businesses, but she launched this business um shift world and she had a store on it and she had a necklace that said resilient on it and I purchased it and I loved it and I was like oh this is great and I would love to it was like I would love to have necklaces that affirm me as a black woman from Latin America um because you know Latin America in my opinion is culturally anti-black and there is a deep erasure of black people throughout Latin America even though 
we are there and we have like contributed to all the things in Latin America from music to food to like language to everything um often erased often often erased and so I was like I want to I want a necklace that says negra on it like black woman right and um that like helped me feel affirmed and who I am and so um speaking of like not really fucking with affirmations but like uh corny affirmation like audios but for me my necklaces are wearable affirmations and I wanted to provide that to others a way to like name yourself and affirm yourself and your identities um that you hold and like being proud of those things as well and literally wearing something on your neck is like declaring it out to the world and to yourself and so that's why I started my business was because I wanted to give people that sense of like like being affirmed being confident and like looking dope as well while they're doing it hell yeah and yeah. you started your business in January uh, I'm like what year are we in OMG 2023 it's now June at the time of this recording happy pride yes homosexuality so, <laughs> so how's it going so far now that we're halfway through the year yeah, so I I launched in, at the end of January and I finally launched because I was, so I tested the product. I had Delilah's necklaces and necklace and um, I was like, oh, this is like good quality, blah, 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 whatever. And I wore it often and like never turned, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, when I launch, I want my products to be of this, like just as good a quality. Um, so I actually, my sister texted me not too long ago and she was like, you're a sneaky bitch. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you were wearing these necklaces like, years ago like a year ago and like none of us knew why you were wearing this necklace and I was like yeah because I was testing it like I was product testing but then I realized that I was like <clears throat> product testing for too long you know and I was like I'm not <laughs> gonna right. right I'm like I'm not gonna launch because I still need to like product test right? I need to shower like, with it again <laughs> right I need to shower for like and mind you there's 365 days in a year right and so I am a black woman um, I shower daily. Okay. Yeah, no, other people don't. And like, that's fine. That's another podcast, but like I shower <laughs> daily. Um, and so I also love the ocean. Um, you know, so I would be in water often with this necklace on. And I was like, well, maybe if I just take one more shower and I'll like really. And what I realized was that I was just like, I was using logic to hide my fear. And I was afraid of launching is what it was and I just kept telling myself if I keep product testing eventually I'll get the thing and it was like bitch just launch right just like get out of your own way and launch and so I launched in January as a pre-order um and I you know so first it was how has it been it's been it's been great to learn things and to allow myself I created a space where I allowed myself to not know things and to be okay with that and to learn throughout that process um, and I think a lot of us have a hard time with not being great at something or not knowing all the things. Um, and so absolutely as an Aries, absolutely as a black woman, absolutely as a single mother, like, I feel like I always need to know all of the things and that's just not fucking realistic, you know? And so it's been great to create a space that again, I'm able to not know things and be okay with that and know that like, through that learning, I'm making money, bitch, you know? So <laughs> I, I launched as a pre-order to see if people um, wanted this, right? So I think it's a great idea. I love these necklaces. I know they're good quality, but like, 
if I go and I invest $3,000 in products and I launch and people are like, mm, I don't like this. This is not for me. Like, you know, then I've just spent $3,000 and I have a whole bunch of inventory in my home and I live in New York. I ain't got that much home to give space to inventory, you know? So I launched as a pre-launch and people were really receptive, like out the bat. And so that was really, really great. Um, we're recording this again in June. So it's halfway, um, we're halfway through that year of like launching a business and it's been great. It's been wonderful, um, to continue to find ways to tell the story of how people should affirm themselves and declare who they are for themselves and for the world to see. And, um, it's also been great to make money through an idea that I've had in my heart for a long time. And that I was afraid, but like I made the jump and I'm making money from it. Right. And I'm making people happy from it. Like getting photos from people like smiling in their necklace or like seeing where people have like worn their necklace is also really, really cool. Um, a friend of mine was in, um, where was she? The white house. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So, so that, that was that one. So <laughs> Uh, Afro-Panamanian and Afro-Panamanian and Afro-African-American curator, Dr. Ariana Curtis, was invited to the White House and she wore her Negra necklace to the White House, which is like amazing, right? Like, think about you being invited to the White House and they're like, well, what am I going to wear? And like, you reach for something that was in my brain and in my heart hey. and now is in the world and now is in the White House. So like, mm. it's really, really cool. Um, and then my other, my other friend, she was in where do people be going? Dubai. She was in Dubai and she wore her Mujeron necklace in uh, this like beautiful um, mosque, I believe, or uh, I believe it was a mosque in Dubai. And like, she sent me a photo and I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And then I've had someone in Spain who like ordered the necklace to her mom's house here in the United States. And then she made her mom send her the necklace to Spain because she really wanted to wear the necklace and like have it. And that's a, a Tumbao necklace. And so it's just been really great to see like locally and internationally how people really resonate with it and like enjoy it and just, you know, um, and my friend who wore it in Dubai, um, she's super dope. Please feel, please make sure to check her out. Her name is uh, Dash Harris and she runs Afro Latino travel and she does like black history and cultural tours around Latin America, which is really, really cool. And you went to Cuba with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Went to Cuba with her. It was really fun. It was I mean, Cuba. It was, it was, <laughs> I was like, how do I say that shit? Ah. Cuba. Hey. <laughs> and to get back to like money. Oh, well, well, well I'm sure we're going to get to that throughout this conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. Get into it. <laughs> so one thing that's been really great is that, and you actually, it was one of our sessions where we were talking and you were like, let's set your goals. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah I, I should set like real concrete goals I was kind of like you know bitch we just doing it you know like okay ah. Aries <laughs> we're doing it and then you were like no we're going to set some goals like concrete goals you're like well how much did you make in this month I was like I don't know you're like, yeah well, literally we had to go check <laughs> I was like I made money it's, I think you were also how I figured out that like all my PayPal payments were just sitting in PayPal and I had to like actually have the deposit into my I can't. <laughs> now we know. 
you know, mindset is not the same as logistics. Okay. Let's just say that up front. You can't tell apart your PayPal money to the Ally High Yield Savings account. What? So ridiculous. So when we're doing this like exercise of like, and I'm looking down because I have my my little book with my goals and blah blah blah. But you were asking me like, how much did you make here? How much did you make there? And I was like, oh, well. and you're like, okay, well, let's go find out, right? And so we found out, and um, oh, oh, okay, sorry. We found out and we found out that I was doubling my sales every month. And I was like, how should it? People really fuck with this idea. Like they really are enjoying this business. Um, and that was really, really cool to like see and feel affirmed again and like taking the plunge and like being in the process of learning things that I don't know so that I could get to this point where I am doubling my sales from month to month since I started. Um, and like one of the things that was really helpful with the goals that you you helped me set up and like thinking through them was <laughs> even if we don't reach our goals, it's totally fine. But it's not just like the goals that we talk about. I'm holding, I'm looking at my notebook. I know there's people are on podcasts, but I'm looking at a notebook that has sticky notes in it. Um, and so one of the sticky notes is like, what is the money goals? And then the other sticky note is like, what are the kind of like the logistical goals of like for this month, right? And so when you don't make your goal, you can kind of go back and see the logistics and understand maybe some of the things that you didn't follow through on or why you didn't reach the goal this month. Or, you know, some of these are some of the things that you did this month that did lend, you know, to you doubling your sales and things like that. So that's been really, really helpful. And like goals are, it's also helped me fail air quotes and like small ways so that I'm okay with that. And like, comfortable with like reassessing where the quote-unquote fails happened so that I can adjust for the coming month yeah and I remember sharing with you straight up like my goals uh being like well my goal for January was whatever 7k 14k I made zero dollars back to back and then like March came and then I made like 7k or 14k and I just wanted to be transparent with you. Just like I was transparent, I showed you my Roth IRA. I was like, this is what the Roth IRA looks like. This is what the stocks look like. This is how this money moves. And for me, it's important just to show you for better or worse, just like what I'm doing. And like you say, it's okay to fail. Like in May, I made no money. And then two days into June, I made 7K. And I texted that to you just to normalize that. It's okay if we don't reach our goals, but it's still important to have them. So we we can celebrate if we reach them, but also to celebrate that we're out here doing the damn thing that no one else has done before as well, which as badasses, we're used to doing so much cool shit, but we also need to celebrate ourselves more. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely agree with that. So how walk us through that, that transition of doubling your sales month to month. How did your logistical goals change from month to month if they did at all um so yeah and I'm, I'm on target to like anyways yeah I'm gonna answer the question that you just asked me um like the process of it you just you've got to sh- I don't know this is annoying and I'm sorry because I promise I was not like this before y'all but you really got to show up you know and you got to show up and you have to be honest about your capacity. You have to be super, super honest about your capacity. And so I um, had a little mini meltdown 
like two weeks ago and I was like I'm so tired but like I want to go out to my friend's birthday thing but I'm exhausted I I don't know what to do um you know like I'm not a coffee drinker but I was like I can drink coffee or I can take a nap but I don't have enough time for a nap and like I don't want to wake up with a headache because I'm already exhausted and then I was like okay well why are you so tired like you don't you're not doing that much and I was like bitch what the fuck do you mean you're not doing that much okay first off you was sick as hell recently and you're catching up on your full-time job you're catching up with your clients and you are in the first year of launching a business what do you mean you're not doing enough never mind the fact that you're a whole ass human and like have your own desires and like health needs and self-care needs oh yeah and you're a fucking single mom to a child Mm -hmm. junior in high school and we all know junior year is like the year for colleges to look at mm. and it's the year for me to be looking at colleges for make to make sure she's applying to the right places and blah blah so like what do you mean you're not doing too much you know and so in the day-to-day it's been it's okay for me not to post this day it's okay for me to like repurpose some content to like promote my business this day right no one's gonna be like oh my god you well some people are haters and they will comment some shit like that like well you posted this two weeks ago and it's like okay get off my dick you know like and I posted it again today you know but um so the day-to-day has been really about my capacity and like being more transparent and um, like you said we do badass shit all the time because we're badasses celebrating that badass stuff and taking moments to rest from that badass things that we do and be just honest about my capacity so that's been super super necessary and helpful for me Uh, so for like example in May I had a goal of a revenue goal of $1,100 I was gone for two weeks in May because I was in Cuba how the fuck was I and maybe I could have made that $1,100 right if I was like super focused for the first two weeks and blah 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 but like you know what I had to do I had to prep for Cuba I had to prep my house for Cuba and my household. I had to make sure my kid was taken care of when I was in Cuba. I had to wrap, I had to wrap up work for my full-time job and my clients. Like, you know what I mean? So the day-to-day, definitely capacity. And I know I'm like harping on this, but it's super, super important because if you don't, if you're not really honest about your capacity and how much you're doing outside of your business, you're going to feel like you're failing at your business, Right because you may not be hitting your sales or you may not be hitting this or this or that or whatever. And it's not necessarily that you're failing because your idea is bad or you're a bad person. It just could be failing because you are trying to do too fucking much, babe, right? And you just be honest about that. And so, and it's not a fail. It's just at this point, I don't have the capacity to do this thing. Um, So that's a lot. I apologize. Um, No, don't apologize. That's been sharing. Yeah. Go ahead. That's honestly like the day-to-day thing for me, like the major thing. Um, But in addition to that, it's also um, taking advantage. So as a comms professional, take advantage of scheduling things, right? You can schedule anything out these days. So like schedule your post out. That's super helpful. It allows you to quote unquote show up online, even when you're doing the 50, 11 other things that you have to do that your life is calling for you to do and needs you to do, right? Um, It's also being excited like you have to be excited about the thing that you are launching to want to continue to show up to the thing that you are launching if it feels gross all the time or it feels hard all the time or it feels like you don't really want to do this all the time then you probably shouldn't do it because it's going to come across right like 
it's absolutely going to come across and like what you're doing like and I'm not talking about when it gets hard because like it gets hard you know you're going to be tired like of course all of those things and some days you don't need to show up when you're tired and I know a lot of business coach or mindset people will be like do it when you're tired do it when you're dying if you're at the hospital keep doing it and it's like no fuck that you know like no i <laughs> I understand I need to exist under capitalism. And I also understand that like, I don't need, I decide how much I'm opting in for myself every single day. And so I'm not a huge corporation. I can't send out your necklace the next day for you to get it the next day and airdrop it to you or what the fuck ever, right? And so, yeah, um, that's been the day-to-day. And also I, I still like check how much I sell every single day, even if I know I didn't make a sale that day. I'm like, let's see if there was like a sneaky sale that like didn't come through. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's been the day-to-day and just like that's had the most impact on the things that I do and has led for me, led to me doubling my my revenue every month so far. It's like being honest about those things. Yeah. And I love how you went from just like, like, yeah, this is cool to actually tracking when I would ask you how much in sales did you make this month? You're like, I don't know. I was like, well, what's the price of the necklace times whatever 40 necklaces. And I just did like basic ass math and was like, you made $800. You're like, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Girl, why are you here? Like, are you really trying to launch a business or... <laughs> Yes, we underestimate ourselves because we're always put under a magnifying glass by the white, like, cis-heterocapitalist patriarchy. That's why a lot of us feel the imposter syndrome because, I don't know, for you, but for me at the nine to five, I was always made to feel dumb, incapable, and I was just over it, which is why I started my own business because I never felt encouraged or embraced. I always just felt exploited and underpaid at my nine to five, but I'm so glad that I used the money at my nine to five so that I could treat it like an angel investor for my business too. So I love how you still have your nine to five and you're also dabbling in your side hustle. To me, that's the best of both worlds where you're getting you to max out your 401k while also make money from something that you love that does have a social impact. It's not just about necklaces. Like representation matters and your necklace is already out here in Dubai and at the White House and that's what you know about who knows that's just the people that tell you like yeah right. look at this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And I, so I want to say that like for people who are like again it doesn't have to be nine to five or no nine to five right like you can do like a hybrid situation it's fucking exhausting I'm not gonna lie to y'all but um I love health insurance health insurance is great. And um, it allows me to take care of my mental health in ways that I have not been able to do. So up until this point in my life, right? I also love having a match in my 401k and having that vehicle of like being able to invest and like think about retirement. Um, So I just wanted to say that like, you're not failing as like an entrepreneur or something if you have a nine to five or like, don't let these people on social media make you think that like you have to just quit your job like cold turkey and just bet on yourself because like I bet you your landlord don't give a fuck about you betting on yourself 
Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously I'm an entrepreneur. I've been doing this shit for three years and have not updated my resume for the nine to five since 2019, but entrepreneurship can really be a cult sometimes. And I've felt the shame of, oh, you should definitely just quit your job because you're not a real entrepreneur. And we always, people always share their success stories. People love sharing how they made hundred K or 200 K in six months. And when you're not doing that, it can be hard when you're falling into that comparison trap, but don't compare yourself to how other people are doing. And you should also be willing to do something for free for a while um, before you expect the sales. But I'm just so happy for you that you already turned a profit shortly after launching because you just tested the shit out of it. Did you go scuba diving too with the necklace? <laughs> okay. Obstacle courses and shit. <laughs> I did go to the yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so what, what results are you the most proud of? Um, I am sorry. Can you answer this? This lady, tell her not to worry about the lollipops. Cause I think she's like stressing herself over some lollipops. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Um, the results I'm most proud of. Um, I'm most proud of my growth um, as an individual and how it has helped me show up better as a business owner, as a business owner of multiple businesses. Um, I'm also really proud of acknowledging that I have multiple businesses right? Like, I'm like, oh, I just launched this, this business. And it's like, no, but you've already had businesses. You've been doing consulting for like social media for a while. Why didn't you ever think that was a business? You know, like, why didn't you, why aren't you validating yourself um, and your entrepreneurial things and things like that? And like reflecting more on the growth that I've had and things like that has been, that's some of the results I'm most proud of. Of course, like, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's great to get money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's great to make money. I I'm not gonna downplay that shit. And as someone who was like a freelance writer for a while and had to like come up with pitch ideas and pitch edit find editors and pitch editors and convince editors that were kind of like on the fence about my idea that it was like a worthy idea and then go through writing the article and like talking to the like interviewing the person that was gonna be spot like tanto trabajo ay dios mío por uno por for like a few hundred dollars, right? If that, if that, because like writers don't get paid nothing. We've all seen how. Yeah, like, I used to do that shit too. Like all this work yeah. for a fifty dollar article. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fifty fucking dollars. Fuck out of here. And then when you when the taxes hit that bitch, it's twenty five dollars. You mean to tell me I yeah. did twenty hours of work for twenty five dollars? Yeah. That does not sound at all correct. Um, like no. So it's been great to be like, oh, I'm going to need, I've made these hundred dollars, these few, like $600 this month, right? Through the work that I'm passionate about. And sometimes like the quote unquote, set it to forget it type shit, like business model of like, oh, you create it once. And it's just, people will come and always buy the things there. You still have to do work, but it is nice when someone like, isn't directly from a, a post that I just made online who purchases something. Cause I'm like, oh, Someone either sent you that link or you found that somewhere through something that I've been doing. So those are the results that I'm most proud of is making fucking money. Okay. And um, seeing the growth and the confidence in myself. 
Yes, I love it. But like you said, you do have to show up. Like that's marketing, that's America. And people feel bad for showing up too much. And I felt that same shit. I still have to get over it sometimes. Like, oh, should I do another live or another post? Are people tired of hearing from me? But Pepsi spends billions of dollars reminding people to drink Pepsi. Okay. Your soda. Yeah. <laughs> they spent all that money and they know they're in second place. Like they yeah. we're in first place. So we do not need to go that about. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I saw an ice cream truck going through the neighborhood on my runs in the park here in LA. And I was like, wow, the ice cream truck driver doesn't give a fuck that they're annoying people like me. They're still out here doing that rounds. And half the people are like, thank God they're letting me know that the ice cream truck is here and right. running outside. It's all about. Uh, being shameless and finding value and being persistent in serving value to those people but you have to keep reminded people sometimes people need to hear, hear the same shit seven times for them to be like oh yeah maybe I want this so absolutely don't don't downplay yourself especially if you're LGBTQ BIPOC non-cishet white male I'm positive that you serve value that is underrepresented as it is so I love your work I'm so proud of your growth financially and emotionally where can folks find you plug the shit out of your business any projects any initiatives you want like getting a celebrity to wear your necklace like <laughs> yes yeah, so find me the best place for people to find me is um my website gloriamalone.com um i'm gloria malone across all social media um tiktok linkedin twitter i don't really i don't be on facebook um <clears throat> So don't find me there because I'm not there to be found. Um, and Instagram. So Gloria Malone across everything, GloriaMalone.com. I am going to change my business name. Ooh. Yes. You found one? Yeah. Ah, but I've been doing something for a while. You know, <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> the stickies on my wall are like, can you put it out now? Um, but for now, people can purchase um, a necklace through Black L A tam.com slash shop and if they want to work with me on like consulting and like things like that um with social media again gloriamalone.com you can reach me through there um I currently am trying to get Tatiana Ali who played Ashley Banks in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to purchase and enjoy one of my necklaces because she was at the White House with Dr. Ariana Curtis saw the necklace and complimented it and um, Tatiana Ali is Afro-Panamanian and um, Trini. Um, so she is, well, to me, she's like the princess of Bel Air and um, like the princess of like Afro-Latina representation on television for the 90s. So um, trying to get her to purchase one. So, you know, if you know her, let her know. If you don't know her, let her know. <laughs> <laughs> if you see something say something tag her let's make this known uh, I, I know this will happen you're such a powerful manifester yeah. I'm so proud of you this is amazing y'all check Gloria Malone out grab one of her necklaces I'm waiting for Gloria to make a cat zaddy necklace for me custom order but <laughs> poco, poco, you know <laughs> this is amazing Gloria thank you so much for joining have a great day thank you Hello, how's it going? I am super excited to announce that I'm releasing my next free 
online masterclass on July 11th. It's going to be all about building your business and growing your finances with confianza. So the idea for this masterclass came about when I was having a client call today with one of my entrepreneur clients, and I was just casually talking about how I manage my business credit card and leverage debt and have my credit card debt payoff plan. And I talk about my business banking account. And as a business owner, this comes naturally to me through trial and error because I'm a money coach and I'm so money focused. And then my client asked me, how did you learn about all this? And I said, self-taught through trial and error. But um, para aprender, he tenido que investigar mucho, and I've made some mistakes and learned. And then my client said, uh, I would like to learn more about this. And I was like, yeah, you got it. Let me put together a masterclass that's all about managing your business finances con confianza. Because I'll be real with y'all, I've invested over $30,000 in business coaching and it's been one of the best investments of my life, but it has been very mindset focused and all about strategy. But in all of the business coaching programs I've invested in, and I've invested in a bunch, I haven't specifically come across any that focus on just the money, on the logistics of the money, on the how-tos, how to accept payments, how to manage your bank accounts, and just basically how the fuck to manage your business finances because it is different from managing your personal finances. There's a lot of things that you can do, tax write-offs you can get um, as an entrepreneur that you can't necessarily get through your personal. And I'm also all about protecting yourself legally and financially through starting your own business, forming a separate entity instead of just attaching everything to your social security number opening up credit cards that impacts your social getting paid through Venmo. Like that's where I started three years ago. And that is not it, especially if you want to grow your business and become a millionaire and retire early. So I'm teaching this masterclass so you can learn how to separate your personal and your business finances, how to manage your business bank account and how to not just destigmatize debt as a business owner, because billion dollar corporations still borrow money and they get into debt too, but to leverage debt as a way to actually grow your business. I also want to help you prepare for tax time instead of getting sticker shock in April and stressing out about taxes and all of that. I want to walk you through how I'm on payroll, how I pay myself consistently, how I get taxed. And my bookkeeper loves me because I'm on top of it by using systems like QuickBooks and automating everything and also outsourcing because I don't want to do everything alone. And I want you to learn through my mistakes and through my wins, how to feel more confident in managing your, your business financing and also knowing what you want to outsource because you can't and shouldn't do it all. That would be fucking exhausting. I also want to touch on how to open self-employed retirement accounts I have not worked at a nine to five for three years since starting my money coaching business. I've not had an employer sponsored 401k. I haven't had an employer match in three years, but the onus is on me to set myself up for retirement. So I'll talk about how I can confidently say that I'll be set for retirement by taking concrete actions, opening up 
individual retirement accounts and also talking about the solo 401k as well, which is not talked about enough. So there's a big need for all of these things that I'm sharing that for me are second nature. It's a lot of the work that I do on the back end that I don't want to be gatekept. And I really believe that by sharing this knowledge, you'll be more excited to either start a business, expand your business, or even quit your nine to five and go full time in your business. No matter what stage you're at in that, um, you're welcome to join. There'll be a live Q&A at the end. The class is going to be recorded. So I definitely encourage you joining live and asking your questions and meeting other like-minded people because you and I both know that the regular people in our social circles, almost all of them work at the nine to five. They're not business owners and it can feel isolating to be feel like you're the only one that is wanting to start or has started their own business. So join the community of other like-minded people ask your questions because if you're wondering about something about a business bank account or what business credit card to open other people in the group are definitely going to be wondering about all of these things as well so i'm really excited for you to join me at that i'm going to put the calendly link in the show notes sign up there's only one time slot the july 11th time slot at 9 a.m pacific 12 p.m eastern i'm thinking of all these time zones and um yeah i'm excited to see you there at this class okay have a great day everybody see you soon bye the information contained in the unicorn millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only your purchase download and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.